Lord Jesus, we pray that your spirit would make our ears big to hear you now. Amen. Amen. Let's read these words together. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Excellent. I've got some amazing facts for you about sheep to start with. Did you know that sheep do not have ordinary eyes? Look at the person next to you, look deep into their eyes if it's not too weird, and you will notice that their eye is round, right in the middle, the black bit is round. Can you see that? Does anyone know what shape a sheep's bit in the middle is? It's a rectangle! That schooling is paying off, how weird is that? They're literally square-eyed but not from watching too much television. It means that they can see almost all the way around them, but not their bottom. Because they need to see everywhere, because they, you can, they've got a lot, of, a lot of people want to eat sheep, whether you're a wolf or a human, or you know, there's always something to run away from. Here's another one. Did you know that sheep are very sensitive beings? They can feel afraid, angry, happy, sad, and even bored. Scientists studying them have also found out you can divide sheep into pessimists and optimists, which means some sheep do actually think the grass is always greener on the other side. And the other sheep always think, hey, this is lovely, I love this, this grass. Finally, did you know, if you put your finger in your mouth, you'll notice you've got teeth on the bottom. Are they quite sharp? And you've got teeth on the top. Have you got teeth on the top? Yeah. Did you know sheep don't have any teeth on the top? How weird is that? They've got no top teeth. They're made to grind up grass, and they do it on a funny sort of... How we Wouldn't that be cool for brushing your teeth? You'd do your teeth in a half the time, couldn't you? Sheep are awesome, but they are a little bit vulnerable, and they need rescuing. And that's what we're learning a little bit about today, is we're thanking God for life. We're like the sheep in the story, and we're hearing that Jesus has come so that we can have life. And the aim of this story is that we would love living with Jesus. That's why we want to listen today, is it's God's word, but also it's a reminder to you that your eternal life with Jesus starts today and you can enjoy it from now all the way forever. So let's play a game of why are you here? Because this story was a bit weird, wasn't it? Did you notice there was a gate in it? That's a bit odd, isn't it? So let's play why are you here? If someone knocks at your door and they're wearing red and they've got a bag with lots of paper in it, and they knock at your door in the morning at about 10 o'clock, why are they there? What do you think? Maybe the dog might be barking as well. Yes, that's right. Brilliant. They want to give you a letter or something because they are the postman. Okay, here's another one. Why are you here? It's night time. There's a person at your window, they're wearing a black mask, and they've got a torch, and a jemmy, and a bag. 
and maybe a striped jumper. They never wear striped jumpers. Why, who, why are they there? Yes, darling. They're thieves and robbers. They come to steal stuff from other people, haven't they? To break in. Okay. What about a man with a cross who says that he's a gate? Ah, oh, that's a little more confusing, isn't it? But that is what Jesus tells. Don't worry about it, John. I'm, we're going to explain it, hopefully. That is what Jesus does to help people understand why he's come. So there were some religious people that couldn't work out who Jesus was. Was he a thief? Was he a postman? And they were angry at Jesus because Jesus wouldn't follow their rules. Instead, Jesus said that they should be following his rules and that they didn't understand who he is. They couldn't understand why he was there. And so Jesus used a parable, which is a story with a meaning, to explain to them and to us who he is and what he's doing. Did you see in our reading, could we have that first verse back up? Did you see, here's a question, what did Jesus say that he is? You're only allowed to answer this if you're over the age of 50. What did Jesus say he is? Actually, that's terrible, isn't it? Because no one's going to want to own up to that. You can, whoever, however old you are, you can answer this question. What did Jesus say he is? John, thank you. He said he was a gate. Well done. A gate does two things. At night time, it protects the sheep from thieves and robbers, and maybe wolves as well, I don't know. But it does another thing. At daytime, you open the gate, and it's the way out to water, to food, to life, to enjoying the sunshine, isn't it? And that's something that sheep need because they are helpless. Sheep are nothing more than tasty morsels on the hill waiting to be eaten. They can't outrun other animals. They can't outthink other animals. They can't outfight anything, really. They just love grass and sunshine and water, don't they? And so they need someone to rescue their life from thieves and animals that eat them. Someone who preserves their life. They also need someone to let them out to go and enjoy life and grass and the delicious sun and everything. So, to show you what that's like, we get, I need a couple of volunteers to come and help me up here. John, you're going to come? Yes, come on, up, up here. Uh, we need someone who's particularly good at being a wolf or a robber. Yes, my friend, you come on up. That's great. Uh, and we also need perhaps maybe one or two. Is anyone good at being a sheep? You're good at sheep. Guys, you want to come and be a sheep? Okay, you can go be sheep. Do you guys want to be a wolf or a sheep? You sheep, you go wolf. Okay, here we go, right over there. <clears throat> um, and I'm also going to need someone who's good at being Jesus. Hannah, do you want to come be Jesus? Great, up you come. Okay, so here we go. This is how it works. Oh, gosh, that's a bit heavy. I thought it was going to be. Okay, so now, oh, we need some grass. Here we are. This is some <coughs> synthetic grass, obviously. We'll put this out here. Right, wolves, are you ready? Careful, that will be a little bit slippy. Okay, now. Here's Jesus. Jesus, you come and stand with me here. You're doing a really good job, darling. That's it. Now, Jesus says that he is the gate, which means that he stands in the gap here. Do you want to go and stand in the gap? That's it. And do you want to put your arms out and touch the sides? Yes, we're on it. Now, at night time, we've got our sheep. Sheep, can you be sheep? That's it. That's, that's very good. That's commit. Uh, are you sleeping? You might be sleeping. Could you sleep? There we go. 
But at night time, we've also got over here the wolves. Wolves? Excellent. I a little shiver down my spine. Now, what is the only thing that is stopping the wolves and the, den, the, the thieves and the robbers getting in to eat the sheep? It's Jesus. Jesus, you're doing a great job rescuing the sheep. Okay, now uh, the sun's going to come up now. So sheep, you can wake up. You wake up. Uh, the, everyone's shining like the sun. Shiny, shiny, shiny. Okay, wolves, you need to go back to your little den because you're not around now. So go, oh, you hop back to your seats. And now we've got over here, sheep, what can you see through the gate that looks delicious? Wow, we can see the grass. But what's, what, who's going to let you out to go and enjoy the grass? Jesus. So, Jesus, you can let them out. Maybe use the magic wand to usher them out. Go on, shoo them out. Come on, shoo, shoo, shoo. Shoo, shoo, shoo. There we are. And now we're enjoying. Yes, and it's all happy. Great. Well done, Hugh. You're doing a great job being a sheep. <laughs> Don't, let's not actually eat it. Good. And then, wait, 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 wait. The sun's gone away and the night's coming out. Which means the wolves are returning, the thieves are coming, back in the pen. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, honestly, what's going to say? Quick, back in your pen, back in your pen. And who's going to shut? Who's the gate again? Whoa, here we go. Well done, everyone. Right, everyone have a sit down. You've done really well there. That's a great job. Okay. Oh. So it does sound a bit weird to say you're the gate, doesn't it? But when you see it, it makes sense. Jesus has come so that we, we are the sheep, he's the gate, and so we can be saved, but also so we can enjoy life. Who is everyone, do you, did you get in the story, who is everyone else? Can we have the, is it the first verse? Let's have that first verse back up. Here we go. Who was everyone else that came before Jesus in our Bible reading? Can you see that? Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who've come before me are thieves and robbers. So who is it that's come before Jesus? What are they? I'm going to start dishing out chocolates for the right answer because honestly, you're doing a great job. They're thieves and robbers. It doesn't mean that we need to be afraid of everyone, but it does mean that no one else can rescue our life and protect our life like Jesus. No one else can rescue us from death and hell. No one else can point us to safe enjoyment of life. No one else can make us flourish like Jesus can. Jesus rescues our life by giving his life. And in a little bit, in John 10, 11, he says this, um, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Uh, so he dies for us. So if you trust in Jesus doing that for you, there is nothing left for us to be punished for. There's no death after death. Instead, there is only eternal life with God forever, which starts now and goes on for always. That's what Jesus is saying he brings. Do you see that? He's not the postman. He's not the thief. He's the gate who brings life and life to the full. That's what we read in John, right at the end of our reading. Can we go to the end of it? Can you see what he says he brings? Right at the end there. Should we read out the last sentence from I? I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus has come that we may live 
but also that we may love living. Jesus comes to protect and rescue our life, but he also comes so that we might have a full life, that we might love having him there. Jesus brings escape from death, but he also brings us long life. The duration of it is full. It goes on forever. But also he brings the good life. He brings a life of love so that we would love life with him. The quality of our life, it is full. It doesn't always mean that it's happy, but it does mean that it's full. That's a big difference, isn't it? What does that mean for us? Well, did you notice that Jesus said there were some sheep who listened to him and other sheep who don't listen to him? And the question for us is, which sheep will you be? Will you be sheep that listen to Jesus? Uh, or will you be sheep that listen to the thieves and the robbers? Here's how that works. When life is scary or life hurts, will we be like the sheep hiding behind Jesus? Saying, uh, and will we hear Jesus say, it's all right, I've rescued you, you are safe with me, and will we wait with him in that hurt and that pain? Or maybe when we're living life, will we be like the sheep going out through Jesus to find life to the full? Will we hear Jesus saying to us, run away from sin, be true to me, listen to my words and live my way, you'll be blessed. Psalm 63 verse 3 says, your love is better than life. Or will we listen to others saying, do your own thing, be true to yourself. Life with Jesus is boring, maybe even it's harmful. We know how to have fun and enjoy life. Come and follow us. We want to be sheep that listen to Jesus, don't we? Because he's come to rescue us and give us life to the full, not to cheat us. Life is better always with Jesus. I look at two things when I'm looking at Jesus. I look at the cross that reminds me that Jesus rescued my life. Look at the cross. It's awful when Jesus dies. Why would he do that for me? It's because Jesus loves me. It's crazy he rose again. How powerful must he be? How could life with a person so loving and so powerful ever be unsafe, uncertain, dangerous, unloving? Who is more powerful or loving than Jesus to live your life with? The other thing that I look at is creation. Jesus made all life. Look how amazing it is. How could life with this person who made everything so beautiful and wonderful, how could that ever be boring, mean or plain or bad? Jesus' creation is just like him. Wonderful, full to overflowing, exciting and good in lots of ways. Who in, li who in your life is more creative and more exciting than Jesus is? Life with Jesus is life to the full. So Jesus has come so we can have life and we can have it to the full and we can enjoy living with him now. Listening to his word, discovering amazing things about Jesus and our future with him. Or doing amazing things with Jesus, serving him, doing, telling people about Jesus. Being, I, had someone, I know someone who says, my life is so boring. They don't know Jesus. They've got nothing. I think you're right, it is. I thought, my life is so full. I wish that you met all these people at Emmanuel and that I meet in, in Chesham as I seek to tell them about Jesus. You should come on that adventure. She didn't really get it, but one day hopefully she will. 
We can thank him for rescuing and preserving our life. Maybe you say a prayer or you sing a song each day. Thank you for saving me. And we can also thank him for an amazing life. Things about your life. You can pray on your own or together with church family or at home or uh, with your grandparents. You just say, thank you, God, for. And that reminds you that life with Jesus is never boring. Right, we're going to do something a bit new now because you sat and listened for a bit. Now you're going to talk to each other with these questions, which hopefully will come up. Here we go, we're going to try this. If you are five or under, this is your question. What did Jesus say he was like? Okay, that's your one. You're going to turn to your family and to your church family around you. If you are above five and you're up to about eight or nine, what did Jesus come to bring? Yeah, and if you're a bit older than that, what makes you feel Jesus doesn't bring life to the full? Maybe you're 13 through at about 25. And then, if you, because you're such a blessing to have, if you have lived with Jesus for a long time, that question is for you to encourage us about. What has been the best thing about life with Jesus so far? Got that? Right, you've got about two minutes to do that. So turn to the people around you, pull them in. If they don't know Jesus, that's fine. You can just stop and listen. Uh, have a chat with those questions and we'll do answers. Go, two minutes. Guys, what did Jesus say he was like? Right, about 30 seconds left. These are good conversations. Well done. Okay. Is that about two minutes? I feel like it's about two minutes. Right, everyone, um, everyone put, your, put your hands up in the air, everyone. Great, you've all got an answer. This is brilliant. Okay, right, so let's go. Who, who would like to shout out the answer to the first one, which is, what did Jesus say he was like? A gate. A gate, solid. What did Jesus come to bring? He come to bring life. <laughs> what makes you feel... Very proud, Peritola. What makes you feel... Uh, what makes you feel Jesus doesn't bring life to the full? Has anyone got a good one on that? I think it's good we talk about that. Do you have a good one? Yeah. Do, do you want me to summarise it for you? Yeah. I think you were saying that sometimes when people get cross with you because you're telling them about Jesus or something like that. Is that right? Anyone else recognise that? Yeah? Has anyone else got one? What makes you feel Jesus doesn't bring life to the full? Happy. Happy. Yeah? Has anyone else got one? This is great. It means we've got no doubts at all that Jesus brings life to the full. That's a, good one. That's a good one to talk about, isn't it? Talk about that with your parents, with your godparents, with your grandparents. Uh, that's a good one to talk through. So did you want to shout one out? Oh, my goodness, that's so true, isn't it? When it lo- I have that. Um, there's my mates. Who, what, what do they do? Do you know, for me, it's cars. My mates have amazing cars. Because they've been working really hard in the city, and that's all they want is the money in the car, and they have these amazing cars. I'm never going to have an amazing car. Until I get to heaven, the cars in heaven are going to be awesome. <laughs> and so sometimes you slightly feel, oh, gosh, yeah, maybe, but no, I don't. Because I remind myself that life is not about cars. People are way better. What a lovely church family, and I long for my mates to know you guys. What has been the best thing about life with Jesus so far? Can someone encourage us with something about it? Joshua, you've got lots of grey hair. Do you want to give us something? That's great. 
answered prayers and being part of a church family. Answered prayers and being part of a church family. How encouraging is that? Has anyone else got one? What has been what has been the best thing about life with Jesus so far? Yeah, if, Evelyn. It's been exciting. It's exciting. What and what's exciting about it particularly? Well, the things he, the places he takes you to, the places he, he gets you to meet interesting people. That's in it. That is it. You end up talking to all sorts of crazy. You meet amazing people. You go in straight. Yeah. Welcome to Chesham. Um, anyone else got one that they're really encouraged by? Mary. Never alone. You're, you're never alone. That was my one. Isn't that good? You've always got someone who's got wisdom for any situation. Sometimes people, sometimes people ask me stuff. I have got no idea. And I think, I do not know what to say to you in this situation. Now I get my Bible out and I pray because God's with me and he gives us that wisdom. And we're never alone, whether it's in the work or at playground or where... That's life to the full, isn't it? Isn't that marvellous? If you're not yet a Christian, what is stopping you receiving life in Jesus? Don't shout it out. You don't have to shout it out. But maybe you, you're thinking, actually, well, what is the thing that stops you from giving your life to Jesus and have him give you eternal life back? Maybe you want to think about that and talk about that with someone here. But what I'd love us to discuss over coffee is why not share with each other what has been the best thing about, following, uh, about life with Jesus so far? What's been the best thing? It might be something really small, but let me tell you, when you hear something that sounds obvious and small from someone else, it's like God speaking with a megaphone to your heart. And you've got the opportunity to do that for someone else afterwards over coffee, haven't you? You can just say, do you know what? It's I'm never alone. And then you'll talk about it. You'll be encouraged. Let's pray that that would happen. Uh, God's not boring. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Who's that snoring? There we go. Right, let's pray before we sing. Your love will last forever. Uh, one clap. Okay, one clap. Got it. Dear Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you are lovely, and so life with you is lovely. It is full, because, Lord, you are full and overflowing with life and all things good. And Lord, so often our lives do feel empty. So often the lives around us look empty. But Lord, with you there is fullness like we've never known. And we love that. And we pray, Lord, that you'd help us to listen to your voice and enjoy life with you forever. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and sing how that love goes on always.